You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Oh, we said last week that we we're going to be on this week. That was a lie. What's going on everybody? This is Jay the Creative, one of the one of the hosts and producers of Culture 316, where we look to push the conversation and culture of professional wrestling into the 21st century. And today's a very special episode. Um, yes, Angie's not by my side, but because Angie is on vacation right now, we couldn't schedule a time. It was mutual. It's okay. But today we're gonna be giving our extreme rules predictions. Now, before we get into anything, this was taped, this is pre-taped, obviously. I'm taping this on a Friday afternoon, and obviously on Saturday, July 13th, we uh, were able to witness two wrestling events. One, on one hand, we have the WWE Network hosting the Evolve 10th anniversary show, which featured a lot of Evolve original talent, as well as some of the NXT superstars in matches. And on the other hand, we have All Elite Wrestling hosting Fight for the Fallen, which is streaming on Bleacher Report Live. Now, I want to know what y'all feel about both of these events. So if you have the opportunity to do so, please comment below and tell us uh, which show you believe was the top show. And we're going to be talking about it on episode 121 this uh, this upcoming week. Also, if you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or even Facebook Live, we encourage you to like, comment, and subscribe. If you are listening to us in an audio-only format, we ask you to give us a five-star rating if you can. Um, our audience has been growing, and we truly, truly, truly appreciate uh, the support that we've been getting from everybody. So let's get into these matches. Give me one second. So the first match for the Cruiserweight Championship will be Akira Tozawa. Nope, scratch that. Tony Nese versus the champion Drew Gulak. Um... I am thoroughly enjoying the fact that Drew Gulak is a champion in WWE, finally, um, and that he will be, you know, having his rematch. Well, Tony Nese will be having his rematch uh, against, Tony Nese will be having his rematch against Drew Gulak because technically he didn't really lose the title. This should be a great match. Uh, in the previous pay-per-view, they had a triple threat for the Cruiserweight title where Drew won and they were able to knock it out the park during the pre-show per usual. But I believe that Drew Gulak is going to retain his title and he's going to have a great reign as a heel. And the next match is Aleister Black versus Cesaro on SmackDown for weeks. We have been seeing Aleister cut these vignettes, talking about how he wants somebody daring to pick somebody uh, to pick a fight with him. Uh, two weeks ago on SmackDown, we heard a knock at the door once Aleister kind of reached the climax of his argument and of his monologue. Um, and then the following week, it was revealed that Cesaro was the person who knocked at the door. He was referring to himself as the one who knocks. Now, this is not for any title. This doesn't really have any main event implications per se, at least it hasn't been made explicit, but if you're going to put Aleister Black and Cesaro in a match in Philly at Extreme Rules, one can only assume that it's going to be a banger, so I'm expecting great things from this match because both athletes are just 
fantastic in-ring performers, extremely strong, extremely versatile, and extremely athletic. I'm going to go with Aleister Black on this one. So Aleister Black is going to go over Cesaro. And the next match for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships is going to be a triple threat match where we're going to see Daniel Bryan and Rowan versus Heavy Machinery versus The New Day. Now, what I believe is going to happen is that Heavy Machinery is going to actually win these tag team titles. I can see them pinning The New Day, and I can actually see a heel turn in there somewhere. I don't know how or how or when, but I see that happening. I see that Heavy Machinery is going to win the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. And the next match is for the Raw Tag Team Championships, and that will be the Usos versus the Revival. I personally think that the, whew, you know, I think that the Revival are going to go over. I think that the Revival are going to win the tag team titles. I feel like they've had a pretty good reign, uh, and I feel like they're going to be built up to be defeated by War Raiders, Viking Raiders, whatever you want to call them. But I do see them winning this match. And the next match is a two-on-one handicap, handicap match for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Uh, just a kind of a little bit of a backstory for weeks now. We've seen Nikki Cross defeat multiple former champions, such as um, Carmella. Um, and we've seen Alexa being beaten by those same people. Now they're in a two-on-one handicap match against Bayley for the SmackDown Women's Championship. A match that was made possible because Nikki Cross was able to defeat a couple of people granting Alexa that match. Now, I believe that Nikki Cross is being built up to be a main event, a main event player in the women's division. Um, I also believe that Alexa is going to be putting her over. So I can see a couple of things happening. Number one, that Sasha Banks will return to Extreme Rules or return to WWE via Extreme Rules. We've been seeing for weeks now, Alexa has been befriending Nikki and uh, Nikki's been saying, you don't have any friends, you don't have any friends. Obviously, the social media uh, banter has caused, or I should say the talk via social media has been that social, that has, has been said that Sasha Banks has resigned a WWE contract um, and that she will be making her return soon. One can only assume that if Alexa has Nikki as her friend, then Bailey's going to have Sasha as her friend. And I could see Sasha coming back them kind of, you know, teaming up for a little bit and then Sasha turning on Bailey, and then thus leading to a feud. I can see Alexa turning on Nikki and then a Nikki as a face and Alexa as a heel and it's just gonna be magic. But I do see Bailey retaining in this title match because I just, for all that Bailey has done for Alexa, the least that, uh, <laughs> that Alexa could do is put her over. Anyway, the next match is a last man standing match. Braun Strowman versus Bobby Lashley. Um, I'm surprised that this match was made for this event, but then again, it is an Extreme Rules pay-per-view. Um, this match was made possible because a couple of weeks or three weeks ago on Raw, Braun Strowman drove Bobby Lashley through a Titan Tron, um, and thus, you know, Bobby Lashley has issued a challenge. Now, what I think is interesting about this is that Bobby Lashley has made appearances... Bobby Lashley has beaten people since this incident and Braun Strowman hasn't said a word. And I think that it's because WWE Creative wants to bring Braun back to his roots. They want to make him this monster that doesn't speak because I feel like the moment that he spoke while he is pretty good on the mic, it made him human and it made him tangible and it made him beatable. And we don't want that out of a monster of an athlete like Braun Strowman. So I do see Braun absolutely dominating this match and I feel like he's going to be the one to go over. And now, my 
match of the night. The United States Championship is on the line. AJ Styles versus Ricochet. Number one, thank the Lord that um, AJ Styles is a heel again and that the club has been reunited. This has actually been a pretty exciting feud. Um, it started off with AJ Styles and Ricochet having a friendly match one week where I believe AJ won. Um, the following week, AJ and Ricky had another match. AJ pinned Ricochet for the U.S. title, but because Ricochet's foot was under the rope, it was not counted as a legitimate pinfall. Ricky came back and actually beat AJ Styles, causing AJ to turn heel and reunite with the club. This past week on Raw, um, Ricky actually beat Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, but after the match, um, AJ and the club attacked Ricochet. And it just, it just feels right that AJ is heel. It elevates this title picture. It elevates Ricochet. It elevates AJ Styles. Um, however, technically, it's 1-1. AJ with one win. Ricochet versus for another win. And because of that, I feel like this is the tiebreaker, and I feel like Ricochet is going to win it. I feel like this, this feud is ultimately elevating Ricochet. Um, I don't think that AJ needs the U.S. championship as great as he is. I really think that he should just be going after the Universal Championship or be in storylines that have main event implications. I feel like this feud is going to elevate Ricochet. And I feel like Ricochet is going to retain. The next match is a tag team match. It is Drew McIntyre and Shane McMahon versus The Undertaker and Roman Reigns. Don't know what the purpose is for this, but I'm going to go Taker and Reigns. I feel like they're going to go over, especially based on what happened on Raw and SmackDown this past week. I just feel like Taker and Reigns going over. Next match is the WWE Championship. Kofi Kingston versus Samoa Joe. Um, I Since Kofi Kingston has won the WWE Championship, since Kofi has won the WWE title, he has had some pretty good matches with Dolph Ziggler. Um, I feel like this is one of his first matches uh, with, you know, uh, uh, with a more intense heel. Uh, you ha he had a Kevin Owens. I feel like he had Dolph Ziggler. Both were very intense heels, but he hasn't come up against a guy like Samoa Joe. And I feel like this is just going to be a great, great match of power versus speed. I feel like Kofi is going to go over. I feel like he's going to win the match and retain. And he may drop the title at SummerSlam to who? Don't know. But I would love to see Samoa Joe with the WWE Championship. He's one of my favorites like since TNA days. Um, and the next and final match is actually a tag team match, a mixed tag team match, where the Raw Women's Championship and the Universal Championship will be on the line as Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch go against Baron Corbin and Lacey Evans. I personally believe that this is a no-brainer. Seth, Becky go over. They are over in WWE right now. They've been seen on the red carpet on the ESPYs, which speaking of the ESPYs, shout outs to Roman Reigns for winning the best WWE moment for uh, returning from leukemia in February. But I believe that they are over in WWE. They are receiving a lot of mainstream attention. And I feel like the smartest thing to do for business and in the storyline is to just have them retain. I feel like they are going to retain. I feel like if anything was proven in the last pay-per-view is that Lacey Evans, while she's great on the mic and she's good in the ring, there is still a lot of room for improvement. Um, there were multiple times where Becky had to call out the spots, multiple times where Lacey messed up and we all mess up and it's, it's human. I'm not going to penalize her or judge her for it. But for you to occupy this main event position, um, there's just certain things that are 
that are just not tolerable and just being in a match and essentially being carried through the match as a potential champion is just not a good look and i feel like this is going to be the nail in the coffin for lacy at least for her push right now um so i do believe that seth and becky are going to retain um and those are my predictions um if you have any similar predictions to what i feel uh be sure to comment below or like or sub whatever if i'm wrong tell me i'm wrong if i'm right tell me i'm right but anyway i'm gonna swing this over to angie and he's gonna be giving his predictions but we will go i'm gonna see you guys next week so angie you can take it away